Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. We're all about your home, your kitchens, your baths, tile, appliances, and more. You name it, we chat about it. Well, today is February 3rd, 2021. I cannot believe how fast time is flying by. And we have a special guest. Well, actually, Jan Rutgers is our special guest that has been here several times. I call her the kitchen professor. Jan has been designing kitchens and products for over 25 years and is a recipient of Kitchen and Bath Design News Top Innovators in 2020 for the kitchen and bath industry. She has designed more than 1,000 kitchens, learning valuable skills with each one. Her experience in kitchen design, millwork manufacturing, and product development has led her to create Vestibule School of Design, where she educates and mentors people passionate about the kitchen design industry. Jan, welcome. Well, thank you, Nancy. I, and it's almost like it's Happy New Year. We haven't talked for uh, a few weeks. And uh, as you said, it's already February. So I hope uh, the year is going well for you so far. I hope it goes well for everybody. You know, there's ups and downs with this pandemic, and um, we're just counting the days that we can get through all this. And I'm sure I'm not alone. Everybody feels the same way. But mm -hmm. back to the subject at hand. You and I, um, I guess we're self-proclaimed kitchen experts. And Absolutely. every time we do a podcast, we get a lot of good response because we fill this podcast with so much good information. And I can't wait to talk about today's subject, assembling the team. People might say, well, what is that all about? So consumers usually, well, if they haven't done this before, they don't even know where to start. They have to design get their design uh, for their dream kitchen, and they need a team. So I'm going to throw this at you. Where do you think the consumer should start? Because their end result has to be their dream kitchen. Otherwise, they fail. Yeah, so I think the first thing, Nancy, is that, um, you know, the consumer's not alone, that there's a lot of um, people in the industry, and I happen to refer to those people as the allied professionals, you know, they're they're, they can be confused too about putting the, the team together and that, um, you know, getting the wrong team together or getting the team together at the wrong time can really uh, cause issues or cause problems on the whole project. And, um, you know, often when I've, when I start talking with, with consumers, I've educated most of my clientele to know to talk to me really, really early on in the project. But, um, they're, they're, they really need to know that that it cannot be done by one person and that it, there does need to be needs to be a team. And typically the key players within that that team are the kitchen designer uh, um, can definitely be the architect. If it, you're building a new home or um, you're doing a renovation with structural needs, of course, a contractor builder and then also too um, an interior designer or decorator. So these four people need to be part of the team. And what, why it's become so important over, over the last, you know, I would say, you know, 10, even 15 years is that the consumer is no longer happy with just your basic stock, you know, U-shaped layout kitchen with freestanding appliances and laminate countertops. None of us want that as our dream kitchen anymore. So well, the kitchens the have evolved to, I'm sorry, the kitchens no, no, have evolved into the main 
a major part of the family unit. I mean, without your dream kitchen, they the people who don't have the perfect kitchen, you know, they realize that they're lacking a lot. And so with the times that have changed, the technology that's come in, the different things that we've added to the kitchen, uh, the uh, family that's using the kitchen, that has changed so much in the last 15 years that it's... It's not just throwing in some cabinets and appliances anymore, right? Like you said, the old days we did that. The new days, and, you know, and, you know, like, you talk we talk about what uh, what's happened in the last, you know, five, ten, fifteen years. What about what's happened in the last year? Um, I don't know if you read it. Oh, uh, yeah. This week, um, a statistic came out or a survey came out saying that in 2020, a, a lot of consumers were doing a lot of DIY projects uh, in their homes, specifically mm-hmm. in their but in 2021, it's predicted that that mid to high end um, kitchen renovation is what's going to um, to really push the market forward. That's where most of the work's going to be done because we've been sitting looking at our spaces for the last year and we're seeing where they do need to be upgraded and that there's problems. So I think this is really timely, Nancy, that we're talking about this because uh, as I said, yeah. that uh, you know, stats are showing there's going to be a lot of consumers in 2021 taking on that mid to high end kitchen renovation. You know, and accolades to the homeowner who's been doing a lot of research on online, reading what the perfect kitchen uh, is comprised with and, you know, the new products that are out there and the new layouts and the new ideas. Ultimately, we're going to show them at the end of this podcast that they cannot do it alone. Uh, You know, Google is your friend. The internet is uh, very um, prolific when it comes to information, but ultimately you need guidance because you don't really do this yourself. This is something yeah, this, that, yeah, like Jan is, says, yeah, so takes true. a team. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, you know, and and it's, I might, and it's, I might, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I might add that uh, as we talk about this, people will realize that the team that you put together is so important that they should know each other, be familiar with each other. And I've done these subjects over the past years. Um, nobody in your team can have an ego. It is so important to have them leave their ego at the door and then work together for the good of the client so that the end result is a beautiful dream kitchen that makes the client happy. So yeah, very well, yeah, I won't very interrupt well you anymore, Jan. Yeah. No, not at all. No, your your uh, insights are so valuable, Nancy. But what I wanted to, um, you know, what I wanted to almost start off with is how I see it um, so often, uh, how, how this team building happens and then I, you know, and really why it's wrong. And then I want to go into how it should be done and, or how the consumer should pick their team. So um, normally what has been happening is that if somebody wants to do a, a mid to upper end um, home build or renovation project, you Often the homeowner will uh, first employ an architect to design their dream home, which is going to include their dream kitchen. Then once the plans were complete, they would hire a builder to build their new home and their dream kitchen. Then at the framing stage, a cabinet supplier is brought in uh, to measure up 
um, the products and produce the cabinets for the dream kitchen. And then at this stage, the client is becoming completely overwhelmed with all of the design decisions that they have to make. And they bring in an interior designer or a decorator to pull it all together. This, this approach can be chaotic. What can end up happening now is that the homeowner um, is becoming really overwhelmed. The, the home is getting behind schedule. Items aren't fitting. There's cost overruns. And there's a tremendous amount of frustration. And, you know, I've, you know definitely, Nancy, you and I have practiced for many, many years. And we've seen this happen because we will get that panic call from, from people because a kitchen designer was not hired and brought in at the beginning of the project. The, um, that one main missing person wasn't there. And, and with these rooms being so complicated, I think we all agree that the kitchen is the most complicated, um, costliest room to, to build or, or renovate in the home. So, yeah. Well, let me say something. Um, and mm-hmm. Let me say something about this because I've seen it more than once. What happens is the contractor actually takes over the job, brings in his cabinet guy who isn't a designer, and the mm-hmm. homeowner feels like, okay, this is what my contractor said I should have. And that shouldn't be. Uh, the homeowner has the ultimate decision. She and he, her husband or whatever, they're paying the bill. Don't let your contractor run your life because when it's all finished and you're not happy with it, you're, you're not going to be able to undo everything. You can, but it's going to be super costly. So don't let your contractor, even though he might let you know that he's done this before, this is your kitchen. You're the one who's going to and, yeah, and there, so. there's, there's so many choices now, too. And it almost gets back yeah. to, um, to the point where, well, maybe the contractor has done it before, but is that what, what you want in your dream kitchen? Um, you know, just because, you know, they've put the same, you know, freestanding gas range in the last, you know, 40 kitchens they've done doesn't mean that's what, what you want as a, as a consumer. And this room um, is becoming so important. If we've learned anything, you know, over the last uh, year of, uh, you know, being at home 24 seven is how important the functionality of that, of that kitchen is and, and how, uh, you know, how beautiful it needs to be. You, you're looking at it and you're working in it a lot more. But there is one thing. But uh, let me say one more thing. Let me say one more thing about a cabinet. Um, manufacturer. I don't want to say manufacturer, but more like typically if it's a higher end, they're going to get custom cabinets. The Mm -hmm. cabinet manufacturer will go to the job site and pull out of his brain the last two or three kitchens he did and he'll repeat it. Oh, we did it in this kitchen. Oh, we can do it in that kitchen. So it's not really custom. He's not thinking function and he's not thinking of how your lifestyle, the homeowner is. So Okay, now that I had to put my two cents in, Jan, you can proceed. <laughs> I had to get yeah. that over because I've seen it too many times. Yes, yeah, and so I think we're really here to we're really here to say is that a key key person on your team needs to be your kitchen designer, and I th- the and the best approach. And I'm I'm going to use a new home construction because it it really needs a lot of people as well. So if you're we're to be building your brand, a brand new dream home for yourself. This is how I would put together the team. 
I would first um, choose an architect or an architectural home planner, you know, to develop this, the structural design of the new home. And at the same time, contract a kitchen designer to oversee the micro planning of the kitchen. It's really important at that um, beginning stage. And the same, and what you had said earlier, Nancy, about, you know, making sure that they, they put their egos, um, you know, leave them at the front door when they come together, because this is probably, in my opinion, the most important relationship. And, uh, I've had wonderful, uh, very successful relationships with architects and, and um, home designers and have be, me being on the team, working with them to micro plan, really be thinking about the flow, traffic patterns, food flow, storage requirements, sight lines, all of those things while they're you know, ensuring that the house isn't going to fall down. So getting that together. Once, once that those two have put together the plan, and um, the the clients, you know, are happy, you know, with all these things I'm saying about the flow and um, you know the storage, and even starting to look a little bit of the the aesthetics, but really getting it to to a point where you can now bring in a contract, uh, the contractor. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. I wanted to, I, I don't want to, um, you know, forget about the importance of the interior designer as well. In some cases, the a kitchen designer is also an interior designer, but there may be a third person to come in because as we're doing all the space planning and looking at the space, you do need the interior designer thinking about the aesthetics of what, what the whole place is going to visually look like. Once that's done, you've got a, a plan, you've got a scope and spec document, you know what you want, then you, you should be out interviewing contractors to, to uh, look at, at you know, giving you, you know, a bid on the project or you know, giving you advice on building of the project. So when we talked about earlier how, how people hired, you know, it's kind of starting with an architect, you know, then a contractor, you know, um, and, and really bringing in the design specialists after the fact. This one I'm saying bring in those design people right at the very beginning so that you are working systematically towards the perfect solution. I, I might add that some people might say, well, I don't need a decorator or I don't need an interior designer right away. But you do because you, you're not thinking furniture layout in your living room or your bedrooms. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the furniture layout might need a floor plug in the middle of the room, which you don't want to do after the slab is poured and your carpeting is on. So these are the things, maybe window placement, uh, that interior designer is thinking about window treatments, window placement. If you have a fireplace, which wall should it be on? Where your furniture is going to be set in the room so that it's looks aesthetically pleasing and it's also functional. So um, think of what Jan and I are saying. These are important things because they come from our experience. And if you think we're passionate about what we talk about, <laughs> you're right. We are so passionate about design, right, Jan? Uh, yes. And, you know, and I wanted to um, even bring up, um, you know, something, the, the relationship between the interior designer uh, and the kitchen designer. As I said, sometimes that's the same person, but I've worked many, many projects where I've, I've acted as the um, real specialist in, in the kitchen design in conjunction with the interior designer. And even something as simple as the product selection for your countertops. 
can affect your design. And people say, well, what do you mean? You know, there's you know so many different you know countertops. But I'm doing a project right now where the the countertop material that has been specified by the interior designer is an actual stone. It's, it's not a quartz, it is a granite stone. Well, we have spent quite a few hours looking at slabs and finally choosing the slab that the, the, the interior designer liked, that the client liked. Then it was up to me as the kitchen designer to design the island to fit the slab. Like at one point, the island was two inches bigger than the slab. Well, that would have been a disaster to have that all put in. And now you'd have to you know, have a, um, a seam running down the middle. And, and most um, you know, kitchen designers know you don't really want to seam um, natural stone. You're never going to get it as, as tight as you think. So, you know, right there, the having the whole team together, everybody talking um, out all, all of the issues, everybody contributing made you know made this last design that I did um, ensure that that the island was going to go in the countertop is going to go in it's all going to fit and there's not going to be a a big stressor at the end of the job when the countertop people go out and say you know the we don't have a slab big enough for this island you got to change and you know yeah. that's stressful yeah well this is where uh, checking all the details before the job starts and it takes time this doesn't mm -hmm. happen overnight but I've been in that situation many times where sometimes we'll say maybe we can find a bigger slab to fit the island or whatever, uh, mm -hmm. maybe the perimeter run. So you have time to do that before the cabinets go in, before anything. Um, you don't want to wait till the very end to decide what your slab sizes have to be because your island is so big and then you have to alter the island nicer to plan because it's easier to change your plan than to change the product after it's built or put in trust me we have, we've done that too and yes, it's yes, very yes we have yeah, so it so it really comes down to um, everybody's responsibility on, on uh, educating the consumer on how to put the team together because well, like we've already stated, there are multiple players that are out there that work on the kitchen, and it, and it could be the cabinet shop. I've had I've had consumers start there that uh, they show up at the cabinet shop. So my my feeling is that all allied professionals need to work together um, and keep the client's best interests top of mind. So if whoever is that first person that the consumer may reach out to, they need to take take them through the whole process of who they need to, to hire or who they need to contract when they need to do it. So I think it's important that you know, we as professionals are always talking you know, about this. Like I know if I've had a lot of people, you know, contact me first, you know, to, that they want to build a new home. I'm saying, great, let's, let's find an architect that, that we can start with and that we can all work together with and then build our yeah. team from there. I agree. So we're talking about the team getting along because they're all working towards the good of the end result, which would make the client happy. At the same time, the client has to have a voice in the project. Uh, don't be intimidated. If you find that you're not agreeing with a professional who suggests something, you have to speak up. Don't forget, you're the one who's going to live in the house. You're the one who's paying the bills. So you have to equally be... Um, 
communicative with each professional. That is very important. We are proud to announce our new sponsor, Thermador Appliances. The masterpiece and professional collections tell two distinct design stories while providing every necessary ingredient required to personalize your home. Experience unparalleled innovation and performance across cooling, cooking, and dish care. New features, smart kitchen appliances enabled with Home Connect. Thermador is luxury that lasts, empowered by design, and led by innovation. To learn more about Thermador, go to thermador.com. And that's a perfect segue into what Jan and I have been talking about, planning your kitchen and uh, your remodeling. So Jan, let's talk about some of the key responsibilities of a kitchen designer. Yes, definitely. So now you've got your kitchen designer on the team. Um, and as we've said, it's one of the first people that you should be um, contracting. So their responsibility will be developing the final layout for the dream kitchen. And this is so that it so that they can ensure that it functions, that it's flow, that it has good flow, and that it's safe. Probably something that we don't think about a lot, but the kitchen designer is trained in the safety of the kitchen. So it is something that is important for them to take on. They'll also help uh, choose the appliance packages uh, based on uh, the client's needs and the budget and available space. They're the ones that should be ensuring storage requirements for the room are met. Uh, Normally, this would be with specifying interior accessories for functionality that go inside the cabinets. They'll also develop the detailed drawings, such as mechanical plans and elevation for the kitchen space. This um, you know, helps the architect by highlighting anything that's going to be in the kitchen design that could impact the architect's specifications. So recently, I was working on a project where this came up, um, came up that we were putting in a um, high CFM range hood that had the motor mounted outside and we had to work together decide is that going to be on the side wall is that going to be on the on the roof and it was a high-pitched roof so it needed to have a little ledge built and that you know that was up to the architect and and uh, the kitchen designer to work that out the kitchen designer will also consult with the interior designer on the material selections. We talked earlier about, you know, a countertop slab would be something important, but it can be everything, the, the cabinet materials, lighting, backsplashes, etc. And um, the kitchen designer also needs to be checking that specifications of other materials, including things like door and window casings, do not conflict with the final design. And this is where, you know, that communication between the allied professionals, that if the interior designer has picked a big, you know, eight-inch oversized um, casing throughout the house, which would be unusual but not unheard of, that could really impact the kitchen design in the placement of the cabinetry. So the kitchen designer should be checking that. So really, the kitchen designer is there to oversee the installation process for all the kitchen elements to help that client uh, realize their dream kitchen. We have done several podcasts in the past where we explain what you need to look for when you're, first of all, looking for a kitchen designer, and second of all, once you've found one, all of the uh, important facts that go into kitchen design. So you can go back and find some of the podcasts and listen to them because 
you would be amazed at what kitchen designers know and what they do for you. Uh, I want to talk about quickly this project that I have, I've been working on for several months. Um, ironically, I got an email from somebody who said, you designed my kitchen 30 years ago and we're ready to remodel again. And uh, wow, 30 years. I went to see them and their kitchen is beautiful. I said, are you sure you want to remodel this? It's 30, they said, it's 30 years old. I said, yeah, but it's beautiful. What I strive for is timeless design, and there certainly was. And then they reminded me what the kitchen looked like with the builder's original design, and then what I had sketched out when they came into a showroom 30 years ago. Uh, so we're working on their kitchen. Now they're very more savvy. They do like to cook. And this is what kitchen designers do. I sat with them, found out what they, how they cooked, what their roles were. He does the cooking. She does the baking. She does the cleaning. He does the eating, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> um, but what they wanted in their new kitchen, well, not only am I designing the kitchen, but the uh, new, it's not a wet bar. We call it a wet bar if it has a sink, but it's a dry bar, but it's huge. And I'm also remodeling their master bathroom. But getting back to the kitchen, it is so important to put on paper, to discuss with the homeowners what their their dream kitchen is going to look like, what their needs are, what the function is, how they're going to work in the kitchen. And it's coming to fruition, but it's taking a while. This is not something that you can do overnight. It's not a small kitchen. It's a total remodel. They're moving walls out uh, several feet into the backyard. They're moving the walls um, out to the front yard. They're moving the master bathroom out towards the backyard. I mean, this is huge. Wow. And so with that kind of money, if you don't have all the specs and know everything that's going on, somewhere there's going to be a disaster and people are going to be pointing to each other. And so I kind of get involved in everything. Um, but you can't do any of this until you have the appliance specs. And that's important because these people put emphasis on cooking, on entertaining. And so by having the right uh, appliances for their kitchen and their bar area, it's very important to them. And it's important for me that everything is got a place. So I'm going to, I might even have a, a podcast with the homeowners and I'll definitely have the before and after pictures when I'm finished. And sorry for my long soliloquy, but um, remember before I said that Jan and I are passionate about design and I get real excited when I talk about design and, and I know what the before pictures are going to look like and we haven't done any demo, but I and Jan, I'm sure you do this too. We can walk into a room and we can actually see what the kitchen is going to look like when we're done. And we can walk around in our mind through the kitchen to make sure that it's functional and safe and that everything meets code and that it's also aesthetic. So bringing in the important elements that make it a wow space is what we do. Well, right, exactly. Jan? Yeah. And you know what? And I think, you know, your story, it's a, it's a excellent story to really show what you're doing and what you're thinking of and, and all of the roles and responsibility the kitchen designer has. So that kind of brings me back to when you're putting together your team, your kitchen design team, which has your kitchen designer, has your architect, has your general contractor, uh, and uh, may or may not have an interior designer, you need to really look at the kitchen and decide who's going to be the quarterback. 
Who's going to be the lead person? And just listening to Nancy's story about all the things that she's doing, not only, you know, does she know these clients, you know, really well, she did the kitchen 30 years ago, you know, and she's you know coming back. Uh, ideally, the kitchen designer should be that lead person, and they should be the one that that uh, provides all the documentation so that everybody's working on the on the same plan. And and I know that sometimes that sounds well. Of course, everybody be working on the same plan, but you would be surprised um, how often there you know there is no documentation, and you know tradespeople are just walking around and making decisions on the fly, which which doesn't work. But the kitchen designer needs to be there through the whole process. So when I talk about like a walkthrough and Nancy and I've talked about this in the past um, offline, that the, the walkthrough with the sub trades is very, very important. You want, you want to be there to lead them through what we're going to do and explain everything. And, and it would be the job of the kitchen designer to have their drawings there, have all the documentation, walk the site. And if there were changes from that documentation based on site conditions, it would be the responsibility of the kitchen designer to write that down. Because, you know, let's face it, we, we did a um, we did a podcast, Nancy and I, on the HGTV question, and uh, and you know we you know, did deduct that no, you cannot do a full you know, remodel kitchen in uh, in a weekend. It 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 takes time, and we'll when we forget. So the I guess what I really want to just say yeah. is that the kitchen designer is is the lead, is the one that is all knowing about what's going on in that room. And that's really one of their big responsibilities to help the client get their dream, their dream kitchen in the end. I neglected to say before that I actually brought in the architect and probably the main thing we're saying that the team has to get together and be cohesive. Communication is key. So that's a big thing. That's communication is important with everything. But yeah, if you don't have communication I, in your team. Mm-hmm. This is something that I do if quite you don't have often. Oh, <laughs> we're doing it again, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say communication is important within the team and also with the homeowner because you really can't do anything. You can't make any changes unless they're okayed by the homeowner. Even if I, as a designer says, well, you know, I think we'll change this. I don't do anything unless I get the okay from the homeowner because they're, it's their house, they're paying the bills and they ultimately have to live with this. And just ironically, I was looking at the plan and they have like nano doors, you know, a wall of Mm -hmm. glass that's going to open up and they have a round table. And as I'm looking at the plan, I said, it really would be nice if we had a radius set of doors. And they brought that up to the architect. He thought it was a great idea. And uh, invariably, we all agree on it. It's going to make it look even better. So communication, like I said, so important. And I think, you know, that communication, um, I am a, I'm a, a big fan of, especially at least once at the beginning of the, of the project to have the whole team get together. And, you know, and I still remember um, I, when I had my um, 
millwork. I used to have a custom millwork shop. Uh, so we had kitchen designers, interior designers, and the millwork all coming out of one location. And I had a large boardroom and I used to bring everybody in. There'd be the homeowner, the interior designer, uh, myself, my my shop person, the, the con and, and the contractor or builder. And I would insist on one big meeting before this project started so that everything got laid on the table, any concerns, you know, anything that we should be looking for. And I got to tell you, just having that cooperation between all the allied professionals was, was, a, was a key to my success and, uh, you know, building a reputation of, um, you know, being a team player and, and um, ultimately, you know, having these uh, magazine worthy projects that uh, ended up at the end with extremely happy clients. That's our goal, right, Nancy? I totally agree. Yes, I've been saying this forever. You know, let me just throw this out. We keep saying communication and teamwork. And I have a seminar that I do. I want to remodel my kitchen. Where do I start? And the first thing I say is, if you are trying to get a contractor to meet with him and he doesn't answer his phone, don't even think about using him. Because communication is based on being able to contact that person and that person actually um, returning your phone call or your text or your email or whoever you want to contact them. So uh, that's why we, we say communication, communication, communication. If you can't get that, that question answered, if you can't get that sub to answer or to show up to a meeting, he's not the one that should be part of your team. Right. So true. So true. Yes. <laughs> so teamwork, you know, that whole thing, there's, uh, right. it's what's going to make, it's what's going to make a successful project. And, um, you know, our advice is build your team, you know, really think about it. If it's the dream kitchen you're after, start with your kitchen designer and build your team from there. Yes, we are very capable. Lean on us. We know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I get people, they go, Oh, are you a kitchen designer? Uh, we're not just like somebody off the street that knows how to put cabinets together. We have had many, many years of experience and uh, and, and many hours of education. And uh, I do have my contractor's license. So yeah, you've got you to do a lot of uh, studying and knowledge and experience to get where we are today. Right, Jan? Absolutely. So hopefully everybody, you know, uh, can follow our advice and um, it will definitely, uh, you know, help them you know, get through their project. And um, as I said, they'll be thrilled at the end if they put the correct team together for their for their project. Yeah. Well, Jan, another another um, just information rich podcast that we have done and we for everybody who doesn't uh, realize if this is their first podcast they're listening to and they don't realize that uh, Jan is um, my guest every six, seven weeks. And we <laughs> just uh, try to educate you guys on kitchen design, on what to expect, on what to do. And hopefully if you have any questions, you know, you would reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to answer. Jan, Thank you so much for being my guest today and as usual for just giving out all this information and just thank you guys who are listening to this. You're getting all this free. So, hey, Jan, have a great uh, day and 
Well, I can't wait to do the next podcast with you. I hope everybody enjoyed today's show. And be sure to subscribe and rate and comment on the platforms that you're using to listen to these podcasts. And don't forget to share them with your friends. You know, you can't keep this a secret. We have just a plethora of information that we're just anxious to share. And by the way, I am on 28 platforms. So whether it's um, Spotify or Anchor or um, Apple or Amazon Music or iHeartRadio, you can find me all over the place. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions about me, for me or for Jan, don't hesitate to email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. And by the way, we will be having a podcast about Jan's latest venture, which is her design school. So uh, again, Jan, thanks a lot for being my guest today. Well, and thank to you very much for having there, me. <laughs> You're welcome, Jan. And everybody stay safe and have a great day.